today on the TMZ Podcast. Hello and welcome to the TMZ Podcast. I'm Charlie Cotton and joining me today is Eric Colley. How are you, Eric? I'm good. Wet. Oh my God. It's rain here in LA. Yeah, is this what rain feels like? <laughs> you don't know rain. It has been torrential all weekend. I've gotten so many texts and messages from people around the country like, are you guys okay? Are you safe? I'm like, it's raining. Yeah, it's uh, a major news story of LA. Apparently, I guess. Yeah, but anyway, we got you in because you're our music expert. And last night were the Grammys. Biggest night in music. Biggest night in music. And it did not disappoint as far as little news stories coming out of so it. So many. So many. Um, my favorite rapper, Killer Mike. Was arrested having won three Grammys? Yeah, he goes from winning three Grammys to being let out in handcuffs. It was the most bizarre situation. So strange. We'll talk about Jay-Z. He fired shots at the Grammys for not ever awarding Beyonce album of the year, despite the fact that he also thanks them for, like, she's won the most Grammys of any person ever. Yeah, but that that was part of his, his beef. How do you win the most but never the big one? Right. Right, we'll talk about that. Uh, there was an interesting incident at Matt Rife's show. Oh, this is going to be our almost news. <laughs> almost news. There was an interesting incident at Matt Rife, the comedian's show, where a porn star got arrested. Uh, a lot of arrests today. There are. But to begin with, who do we talk about every day at the top? Who's the biggest sing- like singer in the world? Right. But to be fair, this is the one time you got to talk about Taylor Swift. I mean, she won Album of the Year. She won Album of the Year. Congratulations. Four times now. The record. It, that, that is the record? She was in a tie with Frank Sinatra, Stevie Wonder, and Paul Simon. They all won three times each. Now she has won Album of the Year four times, the most anybody ever has done it. Wow. Right. And she might be going on to, to win it a few more times, I bet. I bet that's it up her sleeve. Um, but when she won Album of the Year, Celine Dion was up there, which is remarkable. It's a big deal. She has been battling... Um, Stiff person syndrome, uh, a very difficult thing. And she made it out. She, she, she looked wonderful. She looks great. And she was there to present the award to Taylor. Let's have a listen to her now. The Grammy goes to Taylor Swift. And so Taylor looks shocked. Did they really say my name right? Was I, it- I hate when she looks shocked. I know. Like the and fourth got- time, come on. Uh, it, uh, this this all just is what turns me off. Taylor is like, oh, are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? <gasps> I won. What? What? Uh, but the thing people are upset about is when Taylor got up on stage, it seemed like she just ripped the Grammy right out of Celine's hands. <laughs> right. She, it's, it's like she didn't even realize that Celine Dion was there. She rips it out of her hands. Does she even like look? She, she thinks she's one of those ladies who just stands there, looks pretty, and hold, hands the statues. But it's really Celine Dion. Yeah. Awkward. Yeah. Yeah, and Taylor is old enough that it's not like she doesn't know who Celine Dion is. She was must have just been like overawed by the moment. Um, I, I, you know, people, Taylor gets a lot of hate, and of course, the moment that happened, I just saw like people right. on social media was like, "Oh, I can't believe she disrespected Celine Dion that way. Like she just ripped it out of her hands." There's a picture of them right after hugging backstage, and Taylor's all hugged up on Celine. I don't think there was any beef or intended disrespect there. She just won Album of the Year. Yeah, it was just an awkward little encounter. I'm sure there was nothing mean about it. And yes, people love coming for Taylor, so they're going to come for anything. Um, So I I was actually quite surprised. She was nominated six times and won 
twice. Um, Miley Cyrus beat her a number of times, and I was a little bit shocked, to be honest. Yeah, you thought Taylor was going to have a clean sweep? I, I, I mean, after the years she's had, yes. Yeah, she, no, but she's still got the biggest prize because, yeah, she only won two, but what's the one everybody remembers now? The last one, the big right. one. Right. But do you think, like, that Flowers song by Miley is kind of catchy and all, but, like... record? Of, I don't know about Record of the Year. Yeah, beating Taylor Swift, who's had a remark... I, I couldn't believe it when Miley's name kept getting read out. Or even, like, SZA's Kill Bill, I thought, had a, a good shot at Record of the Year, but no, they went with Flowers. They went with the big pop song. That's weird. And also, there was an awkward thing when Miley was up there, like, accepting her award because she must have heavy beef with her dad. Seems like it. She was so about thanking her mom and her, who was there with her and her siblings and stuff. Didn't mention Billy Ray. Didn't mention him. And then at the end, almost like she thought we were waiting to hear his name. She goes, oh, there's someone I forgot. There's something I forgot. Oh, that's right. My underwear. It's like, <laughs> What? She had kind of an odd night. The, it was a, sort of a pseudo-tribute to Tina Turner all night. Her outfit and her hair and stuff was oh her tribute to Tina. Oh, uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't pick that up. I was just like, oh, what is Miley doing? Oh, when she performed Flowers at the end, they kind of had these big horns come in, kind of like Proud Mary, and Miley would like grab the mic and was doing like the Tina dance, sort of. And oh, you're the music guy. Yeah, yeah it was, that didn't... Because also, she said when she thanked, you know, in the little package they did before her performance, she talked about the people that, she, that inspired her that she wanted to make proud, and the first person she named was Tina Turner. Correct. And I was Correct. like, okay, Miley's doing her own little Tina tribute tonight, which is cool. It's kind of cool, I guess. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. But back yeah, to Taylor. She's, she's now won 14 Grammys, which is pretty good. And when she won her 13th Grammy. Her lucky number. Oh, if you didn't know, she even said something like that on stage. It was. As soon as they went, when she won that one for best pop vocal album, they, they, you know, the announcer goes, this is Taylor's 13th Grammy win. And my wife and I were watching. I was like, oh, it's her lucky number. Oh, and, no. and she comes up, she goes, it's my lucky number. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And my wife goes, how do you know that? I'm like, that's uh, my life. That's my life now. Well, um, she used that moment to announce a new album. And like fans were going in the night, going into the night. I was sitting beside my wife, Erin, and Erin was saying, I think she's going to talk about reputation, Taylor's version tonight. It's going to be a big announcement. And I literally, we actually had a little bit of beef because I said, I do not care. I do not care. And she was like, oh, you don't care. Yes, but she got even better news, even, even bigger better. news. She's coming out with a brand new album. The Tortured Poets Department. The most Taylor Swifty title ever. It's, it's so like, Taylor Swifty. It's no, grown. The most insane thing I saw. So she posted as she announced. I love that she uses her Grammy win to tease her new album. I know. She's probably going to win Grammys for next year. Uh, she posted the album artwork, which was her like kind of scantily clad for Taylor. Like I was like, is this going to be like her sexy album? Maybe mm. I don't know. Uh, and she posted this little poem beside it. And I saw some Swifty on Twitter went through 
and circled letters, like, it spells out Travis. Uh, like, it spells out anything you want it to. The totally. letters are there. But also, the Swifties, the Swifties were saying that she wore a wedding-like dress <laughs> on the night. And, I mean, it does look wedding-like. It, it looks like a cheap wedding dress. It looks like just a sheet. <laughs> it looks it's just a sheet. She um, had a watch around her neck. Do you notice that? What's the watch mean? I don't know. I don't know. I'm There's sure. some deep meaning, but she was wearing like basically like a necklace wristwatch kind of thing around her neck, like a choker. But but I don't know if you meant if you saw this, Eric. But um, so her new album, the the Tortured Poets Society or whatever it's called, Department Department. You know why that's a little Easter egg about Joe Alwyn? Why? Because he used to be in a WhatsApp group with other actors called the Tortured Man Club where they'd talk about how bad their women were or they'd, they'd just whine about oh, things. Oh, jeez. So that's on the record. He, there's actually an interview where he talks about being in the Tortured Man Club WhatsApp group, and now she's wearing... And also, he wouldn't get married to her. That's r- rumours why they did. They broke up, because he wouldn't marry her. Then she wears a wedding dress to the Grammys to announce the album about him based <laughs> on his WhatsApp group. But is the album going to be about him or about Travis now? Well, him. I, I would assume him, because I don't think she could have written the whole album. Uh, maybe she could have. She hasn't... That, that's what's interesting, though, because she's only kind of recent with Travis and she hasn't covered her stuff with Joe. She covers everybody. True. So while she's in this whirlwind romance with Travis flying around the country, everyone's like, how in love are you guys? Right. She's also going to the recording studio every day to sing about these probably emotional songs about supposedly her ex not wanting to marry her. And so it's kind of weird, that, that weird dichotomy of her life, the, the professional stuff is going so well, but she's singing about it. Break up. Well, and think for Travis then how weird, forgetting for a second how famous they are and all that. Imagine you're dating someone, you've been dating for a few months, and the entire time you're dating, she's in the studio writing all about her horrible last relationship. Right. That's got to be weird. It's weird. Also weird for them, like, this is their life. She wins Album of the Year Grammy. Next weekend, he could win the Super Bowl. What, I a, mean, what a week. That w- Incredible. Yeah. In- and, and probably will happen too. Probably will happen. Okay, enough about Taylor. For now. On to our next story, Jay-Z. He won the Dr. Dre Global Impact Award. It's one of these honorary awards that they just pick someone famous because they want him to come along to the award show. Basically. And so he was there. Beyonce was in the audience. For some reason, Blue Ivy's everywhere with them. They're trying to force her down our throats. Like, stop making Blue Ivy like She went up on stage with him, which was kind of weird. Although, you know, it's uh, as a... Total sidebar. As a kid, I always thought she looked so much like Jay Z. Mm. She kind of looked like Beyonce last night. Yeah, she did a I bit. Kind of saw it. Yeah. But why is she everywhere with them? Just like no other performers, there's got their kids with them. She seemed a little uncomfortable on stage. She didn't talk. But I guess Beyonce couldn't go up on stage with him because he had, to, as we're about to discuss, his whole speech was basically about her. Yes, it was. Uh, let's play a bit of his uh, uh, speech now. Obviously, it's subjective because, you know, it's music and it's opinion based. But, you know, some things, you know, I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Think about that. The most Grammys, never won album of the year. That doesn't work. Um, okay. It doesn't work. It's just interesting him bitching about her never winning album of the year when she's won. More than anybody ever. How many is it? Like 30, 30 something? 32, I think. It's just a ridiculous. So, so it's a not lot. like it's not like they're snubbing her or anything like that. It's just so who, who who she's lost to in album of the year. She's been up four times for album of the year, right? Right. The first time she lost to Taylor 
which is what gave us that Kanye, I'm going to let you finish moment. No, that was at the, the Video Music Awards. Okay, scrap that. <laughs> that, was, that was MTV Awards. The first time she lost to Taylor. Right. Okay, the second time she lost to Beck. That one's a little odd. Can you explain who Beck is? I still don't even really know. Beck, loser? He was like the big... Oh, loser, that's right. Yeah, he was the big alt-rock guy of the 90s. Still, little weird indie artsy guy. He seemed very genuinely shocked when he won for that. He was so like, she, really? she could have won for that one, maybe. And that was for, I think that was for her self-titled album. Okay. With okay. With, yeah. She, she was robbed back then, they're probably holding on to it forever. Because then, um... Lemonade lost to Adele's 25. And Adele did her whole speech to go, like, Adele basically said, like, she was like, embarrassed to beat Beyonce for Lemonade. She's like, it's one of the greatest albums of all time. What does this woman have to do to win? Ah, uh, and then last year, Renaissance lost to Harry Styles, which I kind of like Harry Styles' songs there. Yeah, it, that one wouldn't have been such a big deal if she had won yes. for the self-titled album or for Lemonade. Yes. You're not always going to win. So do but. you think she's got... Uh, album of the year in her future. Surely, like they they love this. But now the thing is, no matter how good an album she might make, it's just gonna be like, oh, were the Grammys bullied into giving it to her? Right. And it, which is unfair to Beyonce, I think. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. I, I I mean, I didn't love Renaissance. Her her earliest stuff was just like, I mean, Lemonade. Yeah, I, I, Lemonade should have won. I think, and I, not as a knock on Adele's album, but she had won for twenty one. Twenty five wasn't as good. Well, it was just. It was just it wasn't, Less. As, as important, like it's like, well, it's just you did another album of that same stuff. Lemonade was such a cultural statement thing. I don't know. I think she should have won for that one, but okay. Poor, poor Beyonce. Poor Beyonce. Oh, we got real quick. We got to mention oh, Jay Z uh, after the speech. Then said that you know some of y'all are gonna feel like you were robbed tonight, like not winning a Grammy. Some of y'all will be robbed. Some of y'all shouldn't have been in the category. Is he referring to anyone particularly there? I don't know. I don't know exactly who he was referring to. There's a lot of speculation about that. But and then he just goes, he goes, ah, you know what? I'm nervous. I tell the truth. <laughs> I like that. I actually like seeing that I side of Jay Z. I haven't seen him like wax like that, and he was funny and he was just charming. I I actually really like seeing him up on stage. He's gonna like get that. a Grammy for that next year. Yeah, facts. Those were good bars. Killer Mike, what a night! He goes from winning three Grammys, and that should be the headline. Like that's what everyone would be he talking swept about. The rap category. He, he won everything he was nominated for. He won everything: best rap song, best rap performance, best rap album and like over some pretty decent names too yeah and then he gets arrested he is out in a wet and windy la the funniest part of this is he is like really angry it's an incident that has just went down we got the video of it and there's a guy trying to hold an umbrella over his head and the umbrella just doesn't want to it's popped backwards blown in the wind it is yeah. just hilarious but anyway then inside crypto.com arena um Police got him, nabbed him uh, for, uh, what is it called? He apparently knocked down a security officer. So uh, he was cuffed and taken into the security room. Um, and I mean, he was later released, but it's just, you don't want something like that to happen on your big night. Right. Yeah, honestly, when I first saw I was looking at, at like social media stuff and saw the video of him being led in handcuffs. I'm like, is this a joke? Like, no, he just won three Grammys. He's not arrested. No, he was. It's pretty weird for the security guard, even if you're knocked down, to go and like tell on, you know, snitch yeah, on him. It like it's weird. He just won three Grammys and he knocked you down. You're a security guard, so like you're kind of used to, you know, a bit of push and shove. Or something. And, and it's killing my. And maybe he slipped because it's wet. I mean, it's very rainy. I, I don't know. But you know, this reminds me. Remember after 
the Oscar slap when everybody's like, Will Smith should have been arrested for assault. And we were like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. He actually did get arrested for it. And we're like, yeah, that's ridiculous. I wonder if we will find out exactly what, I mean, I'm sure we will. Killer Mike will say something. And he'll basically, he'll probably say it was a big bunch of nothing. I mean, Killer Mike is my favorite, almost my favorite person to see at LAX because A, he's so lovely. And B, he will give you the soundbite of your week. Like, he just like, he's so smart he's, yeah, you, and opinionated. Yeah, and just outspoken, which is why I think that definitely he's going to talk about this. Not that he even really needs to too much. I don't think he's going to go on and on about it because it's not that big of a deal. But he'll say something because the guy speaks his mind. He, he does. He does. And, and, I, and I hope he does because it, I, I, it's not cool to get him on his big night. I mean, unless it was really bad then just, like, we don't have to get everyone on everything. You, you know, know what I mean? They, when they had him handcuffed, could you imagine if he'd had his Grammys in his hands? Like, uh, behind him, like, handcuffed, carrying his Grammys? The, uh. It kind of makes him more of a legend, though, you know what I mean? Getting kinda, arrested on so. that Because it's not that big a deal. We haven't heard... I mean, did the security guard, I guess, must have contacted police or filed a complaint or something, oh, or maybe a... let it go because they let Killer Mike go, but... We'll see. We'll see. Okay, on to our almost news story that didn't quite make the cut, but here it is. Uh, a retired porn star, her name is Lisa Ann, she was detained by NYPD at comedian Matt Reif's Radio City show. So there's a few interesting elements to this. Firstly, Matt Reif, I don't know if you heard of him, but he is this trending TikTok comedian who he's quite good looking and older women love him. Love him. That's his fan base. And Lisa Ann was one of these older women. And she famously, not just porn star, she was Nayland Palin. Remember that? The Sarah oh. Palin porn parody? Do I ever? Like she became, that was a little creepy. Uh, <laughs> she, she became famous beyond just porn. Like she was a, she made national news. It was, oh, it's the porn Palin lady. Ah, well, she was second row. So she obviously really liked Matt. And apparently she was videoing the whole show, which is a big no-no at these comedy gigs, especially these days. Comedians hate it when you got your phone up. So 20 minutes into the show, eight ushers, that's a lot of ushers a that come over for this. Yeah, because they're like, lady. hey, can you go get that porn star? And all the ushers are like, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Facts. <laughs> and so eight of them kicked her out. She's claiming, look, I didn't use my phone at all. One of my friends there might have checked their phone for a text, but I didn't. And and the, the ushers and the sort of like the, the officers responding to the scene said that she seemed off. Um, she might be erratic, acting like she was in a psychiatric episode or something like that. They told her she could either be arrested or put on a 5150 hold. You which, get to choose that thing? I, that's, I didn't think so. But if, you, but if you're someone who's like unstable enough to have to be 5150'd, why could you choose then not to do that and I'll just do the arrest, please? Yeah, it seems like if you're getting a 5150 hold, you're not mentally stable enough to make that choice. Right. That would be the, I guess maybe just to scare her and get her to leave. I don't know. They'd also said she'd had a few drinks. So uh, yeah. That could play into it a bit. Could have been that. But eventually, she agreed just to leave the show. They took the handcuffs off, and she lived happily ever after. Yeah, but if, if, if her, story, her version of the story is completely correct, that she did absolutely nothing, she's just sitting there, her friend is checking her friend's phone, then you get hauled out and threatened with a 5150 hold, and they get, you get kicked out, and you don't get a refund. I'd be mad. Look, that can't be true. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of witnesses around her who say, that Palin lady, right. she was on there. She was probably shouting. She probably was recording. She's probably, 
I, I don't know. I, I think there's got to be something. But the to thing her is, out. you know, like remember, like with Lauren Boebert when she's like, I didn't do any of these things, and then we saw the video. She did. She yeah. was vaping. She did kind of grope the guy. We probably won't see that with this because clearly nobody else had their phones out, or else they would have been kicked out too. True. So I don't, I don't know if there's gonna be any footage of this. So it'll just have to be a she said, they said kind of thing. Right, right. Or does Matt Rife come out and be like, if she was in the second row, he could be like, I saw her on her phone. Well, he should defend her because she is his target market. The true. older lady market is, is what is, keeps sustains Matt Rife. That is true. Well, I know I'm going home tonight to put on my Apple Vision Pro goggles. You seen those? Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a watch Nalen Palin. Oh, you're such a weird pervert. <laughs> <laughs> that may be so. That may be so. All right, Eric. Thank you very much for joining me today. All right. Fun time. And <laughs> we'll see you guys here tomorrow. Goodbye.